Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And some bailout inside the Beltway on 66 eastbound heading into Arlington that way. In Maryland, on 270 northbound north of Montrose Road, crash cleared. Volume delays beyond that. And uh, southbound on Route 4, still slow leaving Waysons, but we think the lanes are open now at Lower Pindell Road with the crash investigation concluding. Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. WindowNation.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. And let's head on over to Steve Rudin for our forecast. Cloudy skies moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with scattered showers, perhaps a few snow showers farther to the west along the I-81 corridor. Temperatures in the 40s. Any wet weather will draw to a close come early tomorrow morning. We'll see skies begin to clear with highs in the mid-40s. We're in the 40s on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. We have 45 at DuPont Circle, 43 in Germantown and Annandale coming in at 45 degrees. 559. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... A man killed in a home explosion in Arlington is known to the FBI. The man at the center of the Arlington explosion had a history of filing complaints with the FBI. I'm Nick Ainelli. A new list of the best local hospitals for maternity care. I'm Neil Orgenstein. CVS is changing its prescription pricing. Will that mean you pay more? We'll take a look. Big honor for the commander's Terry McLaurin. And on Wall Street, the Dow down 80 and the NASDAQ up 44. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Israel says it's been trying to give Palestinian civilians a heads up to get out as it pushes deeper into southern Gaza. CBS's Natalie Brand reports. Israeli defense forces say they are trying to mitigate harm to civilians. And try and make movements and ask for people to move in order to minimize harm to these civilians. But many Palestinians say they have no place to go, no supplies, and constantly fear bombardment. We are living between life and death, this mother cries. We may die at any moment. Evacuation warnings have mostly come as digital QR codes. CBS News has reviewed a new joint bulletin from the Justice Department and Homeland Security that warns terror groups could use the war in Gaza to call for violence in the U.S. this holiday season. FBI Director Christopher Wray made a similar statement today on Capitol Hill. While there may have been times over the years where individual threats could have been higher here or there than where they might be right now, I've never seen a time where all the threats or so many of the threats are all elevated all at exactly the same time. He says the FBI is working around the clock to identify and stop any potential attacks. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed no. Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville cleared the way today for more than 400 military promotions that have been stalled on Capitol Hill for months. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Thank God these military officers will now get the promotions they so rightfully earned. Tuberville had been protesting the Pentagon's abortion policies. The ATF's going through remains of a home in Virginia that blew up last night after a man fired at officers. Special agent in charge, Craig Kemali. We now have canines, bomb techs from both field divisions and fire arson experts on scene. We will be here for the duration, providing assistance with our partners to determine a cause and origin. A new law in New York will require cosmetology students to learn how to style textured hair. 
For people who wear styles, including various wave patterns or afros, the Professional Beauty Association says this is a huge step in advancing hair inclusivity. Many women of color have dealt with long-standing bias if they don't wear their hair chemically straightened, as well as a lack of expertise at some salons. The law takes effect in about six months. Allison Keyes, CBS News. And it'll be another little while before Stephen Colbert comes back to work. The Late Show host canceled another week of shows after having his appendix removed. He posted on threads that he's just listening to doctor's advice. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 603 on WTOP on this December 5th, 2023, a Tuesday evening. Cloudy skies and rain coming in from the northwest, 48. And good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story continues to be breaking news this afternoon and this evening. More details coming out about what took place inside an Arlington home moments before it exploded last night. The duplex on North Burlington Street blew up around 8.30 after a nearly four-hour standoff between police and a man inside. Based on the preliminary investigation of this incident, we believe that the resident of the home, James Yu, 56, of Arlington, is the involved suspect. The Orange County Police Department does not have prior documented interactions with the suspect at this address other than two calls for service for loud noise over the past couple years. That's Arlington County Police Chief Andy Penn. Police say you is presumed dead. The standoff started just before five yesterday afternoon after police say you fired more than 30 flares from his window over the Bluemont neighborhood. Police say officers eventually broke down the front door and that's when you started shooting a gun. Officers deployed what police call non-flammable chemical munitions and a short time later the house exploded. Several Arlington County police officers were hurt. They had minor injuries. Police and federal agencies are still investigating what led to the explosion. And as you can imagine tonight, neighbors in Arlington along that street are talking about James Yu and the house. And they tell WTOP's Nick Ionelli that something always seemed off about that house. The house that exploded had a strange reputation, says Melissa Hernandez, who lives right down the street. It was always the house that, you know, no one ever saw anyone go in or out. And she says the windows were always covered with paper. It was just white um, paper, like butcher paper almost um, over all the windows, all the doors, and then a no trespassing sign. Um, where was the no trespassing sign? It was in the front yard. Arlington County police say they don't know much about the man who lived there, James Yu, only that neighbors had called police a couple of times in recent years complaining about too much noise at Yu's house. Yu had a history of posting paranoid rants on social media, and the FBI says Yu contacted the agency numerous times through phone calls, online tips, and letters, claiming that he was the victim of fraud. In Arlington, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. More details as we go through the evening here on WTOP. 605 in other news tonight, the Prince George's County Council has selected new leadership. So has Montgomery County's Council. Let's start in Prince George's. 2024 promises to be a year where tough choices are going to have to be made. 
Our story from WTOP's John Doman. As was expected, Jolene Ivey will be the new chair of the Prince George's County Council. This council will work to ensure that the county addresses the increasing needs of its citizens, especially the most vulnerable. We will prioritize policies that diversify revenue sources, make the best use of those resources, and distribute them equitably. The theme of her speech was unity, which was sometimes lacking on a council that doesn't always get along. But in 2024, she says... We're going to have to really band together tighter than ever. The new vice chair will be Sydney Harrison. At Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. Okay, to Montgomery County now. Same council, new leadership at the top there. Montgomery County Council Member Andrew Friedson has been elected to serve as the council president. Friedson, whose district includes Potomac, Bethesda, and Kensington, made clear the county's public education system will be monitored closely. Along with two new inspector general positions dedicated exclusively to MCPS, we will work with state partners, the Office of Legislative Oversight, and the Board of Education to ensure accountability for investments in educational outcomes. Breitzen suggests there might be some belt tightening in the future, noting that Montgomery County has unprecedented needs and finite resources. Councilmember Kate Stewart was elected vice president. Stewart's district includes Tacoma Park, parts of Chevy Chase, and North Bethesda. 607, several D.C. area hospitals have made the cut for a new list of the best of the best when it comes to maternity care. The four hospitals that got U.S. News's designation of high-performing, MedStar Georgetown University Hospital, Virginia Hospital Center, George Washington University Hospital, and Innova Fair Oaks. And the goal of those ratings is to help expectant parents in consultation with their prenatal care team in making informed decisions about where to receive maternity care. Jennifer Winston's a health data scientist at U.S. News. Among the measures, C-section rates. I think there is a perception that it isn't possible to have a vaginal birth after C-section, but when it is medically appropriate, that is an option. See the list of hospitals near you at WTLP.com. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. The Maryland jobs market is number one for this. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 608. Michael and Sons heating tune up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. It's a tough one on the Beltway in Virginia. Outer loop jammed from the Dulles Toll Road through Annandale into the Springfield Interchange. A little more relief, though. The truck fire extinguished. The uh, wet hay has been mostly scooped off of the outer loop and it is now just two left lanes blocked between 95 and 395 in the Springfield interchange four right lanes are getting by on the outer loop so that'll offer a little relief but it is still very slow going in so getting there the ramps in the Springfield interchange believe all open after that hay truck fire 66 eastbound bailing out into Falls Church in Arlington. Westbound traffic is uh, quite slow through Centerville into Manassas. And near Seven Corners, there was a crash on Arlington Boulevard at South Street. It was affecting eastbound traffic on Route 50. Now, back on the Beltway, on the Interloop, the going gets slower from Tyson's across the Legion Bridge. In Montgomery County, on the Interloop, fire rescue and state police sent to a crash between River Road and the 270 Spur reported along the left side of the Interloop. Farther around through Montgomery County, slow traffic working through Silver Spring and in Prince George's County, slow on both loops between College Park and Lanham. 
Route 4 southbound, still slow past Waysons. The crash investigation, we were under the impression, was winding down near lower Pindle Road. Some traffic is able to get by. We're pretty sure of that. But it's so slowly getting by that there's a lot of bailout on Route 2 heading southbound toward 258. Also in Anne Arundel County, a serious crash reported on Muddy Creek Road near South River Clubhouse Road. Route 50, nothing to worry about through Annapolis and across the Bay Bridge. Go electric. The Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTLP Traffic. And let's head on over to Steve Rudin in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. As we head through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight, scattered showers will dot radar. Nothing that's terribly heavy in many neighborhoods will stay totally dry. Better chance for a little bit of wintry weather well west of D.C. We're talking in the mountains west of the I-81 corridor. It's not going to amount to a whole lot. Once this weather system moves on out of here, we're in the middle 40s tomorrow, mid-40s with sunshine on Thursday, and back into the 50s by Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have 45 in Alexandria, 48 in Penn Quarter, 42 in Columbia. It's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. On to Jeff Claybaugh. Another sign of a tightening labor market. The number of job openings across the country fell to 8.7 million in October. A big number, but it's a drop of more than a half million and the lowest in almost two and a half years. Verizon Wireless is bundling Netflix and Max for a discount. Bundling the two at $10 a month although they are the ad-supported versions. Maryland holds the title of lowest state unemployment rate in 2023. It is average as 1.7%. Virginia ranks number 10. Its 2023 unemployment rate has averaged 2.7%. The Dow lost another 80 points today. The S&P 500 down, although just three. The Nasdaq finished the day up 44 points. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Peppermint Frosty. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty is back for the holidays, so take some time to chill this year. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Vanilla Frosty is temporarily unavailable. Coming up, a major drugstore chain is revamping the way it prices prescription drugs. So how will it affect what you pay? We'll talk about it next, 612. Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Ah, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. 
The future depends on semiconductors. Semiconductors are the backbone of the global economy, and America should lead the development and manufacturing of this century's most essential technology. We can't risk another chip supply chain failure that creates shortages. America needs to lead in chips, and American chip leadership starts with Intel. Our innovations help the United States lead in critical industries like medicine, transportation, and defense. And Intel's essential research and development is done right here in America. With support from the CHIPS Act, we're investing $100 billion over five years, expanding America's ability to build leading-edge chips. That's good for America's security, prosperity, and jobs. Intel's investments are putting America back on the path to technology leadership. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. Coming up, Army-Navy, they're getting ready for the big matchup in Foxborough. We'll have sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. We work together across our specialties to see your whole health picture. Because in health, everything matters. Innova. Wherever the road takes you this holiday, make it memorable in the ultimate driving machine. Step into the BMW X5 with capable performance, cutting-edge technology, and unmistakable presence. Or chart a different course in the BMW X3. The style and powerful all-terrain versatility, there's no limit to your adventure. Find your ultimate BMW X3 or X5 at the Road Home Sales Event. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Hurry in for a credit up to $3,000 on select models now through January 2nd. Visit BMWCenters.com today. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 15, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. Well, the big drugstore chain CVS is planning to rework the model it uses to price prescription drugs. The nation's largest drugstore chain will simplify the formula it uses to set those prices, and it could very well impact how American pharmacies are paid in the future and also how much you pay for your prescriptions. Anna Matthews, who covers health insurance for the Wall Street Journal, joined us earlier with more on CVS's new pricing model. CVS is saying it wants to be paid based on what it spends to acquire the drugs. So it would get paid that amount plus a markup plus a flat fee to cover the cost of the services it provides. Why is CVS doing this? And has there been a push because everybody's complaining about how much and how high prices are going? People definitely complain about drug prices, no doubt about that. CVS is doing this partly to stabilize the financial future of retail pharmacy. They say that this will help ensure that they have a sort of steady income for that business as they try to maintain it amid challenges, frankly, margins that have been challenged by the pharmacy payment model that exists now. They've also said they want to add to the transparency in the drug supply chain. It's pretty opaque right now and very confusing to most consumers and even to many people in the industry. Well, given that CVS is such a large chain, is it likely that others will follow them in this pricing model? That definitely remains to be seen. We will have to see if Walgreens, for instance, and others in the space choose to make a similar move. CVS is the biggest, but they are still definitely not the entire industry, and we don't know what will happen next. And Anna, what about the cost to us, the consumer? So if I'm going to get my prescriptions filled at CVS, will I see anything any cheaper? It'll be phased in over time. So the first phase of this will affect consumers in that 
the new prices that CVS is moving toward will be available through certain drug discount cards starting in the first half of 2024. Then in the start of 2025, the new pricing is supposed to go into effect for people who have drug plans through their employers, essentially. So that's when it would probably hit a greater number of people. What they said is that it could mean that certain drugs cost a little more, certain drugs cost a little less. It should sort of pencil out in the end, but there'll be some changes. Anna Matthews covers health insurance for the Wall Street Journal. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you, WTOP. The FBI says it had some interaction with the man who died in the home explosion in Arlington last night. He is being identified as James Yu. The Senate confirms more than 400 military nominees after Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville dropped his one-man hold. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 618. And it's traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. The new crash on I-66. It is westbound west of Fairfax County Parkway near Fair Lakes. Many vehicles involve big cluster of damaged vehicles in camera uh, blocking the left main lanes and maybe part of the uh, right side of the 66 express lanes. But all traffic in the main lanes is getting by to the right. And uh, for now, there is no delay in the 66 express lanes, but with extra caution as you pass Fair Lakes and go westbound in those express lanes. It's been a rough ride around the Beltway in Virginia. Outer loop just miserably slow from the Dulles Toll Road all the way down to the Springfield Interchange. There was a big hay truck fire between the 95 South and 395 North ramps. Outer loop traffic does get by in the main lanes. Four lanes are open to continue around the outer loop or take the 395 North exit ramp, but very slow. Uh, getting a look at the remains of this uh, truck fire. There's not much left of it. The skid loader is picking up the rest of the hay that burned. But uh, it's just the far left lanes that go into the express lanes that are still blocked. Meanwhile, on the interloop, traffic is jammed coming out of Tyson's across the Legion Bridge. The crash beyond River Road was moved out of the center and put on the left shoulder about as far over as they can get it. There is enough room for all lanes to get by, but very slowly. Move over law. If you can move over out of that left lane, please do so. 50 Arlington Boulevard, eastbound into Seven Corners, delayed because of a crash that happened near South Street. And we've got some bailout coming into Arlington on 66 from the Dulles Connector, so expecting later delays this evening on 66 into Arlington. Let's move over into Maryland. There was a bad crash on Route 4 south of Wasons. The lanes are open now. Uh, we think this one is clear at Lower Pendle Road, but a new bad crash uh, happened elsewhere in uh, Anne Arundel County, and that is on Muddy Creek Road near River Clubhouse Road. The road is blocked. A medevac has been summoned. Uh, 214, no impacts there. Route 2 got slow southbound south of Lothian because of the uh, situation on Route 4. But that you're going to start to see some recovery there now that Route 4 is, in fact, open. Live in elegance at the new Woodyard Station Senior Apartments in Clinton, Maryland. Move in this December and pay no rent until February 2024. Call 301-919-5210. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Mark Pena joins us now. Mark, so what's going to happen tonight with our weather in this rain? You know, it's mostly going to be a rain event, and it, the overall coverage is going to be isolated to scattered in nature. And right now we are seeing some showers moving into the northwestern suburbs, mainly along uh, I-270 out towards Frederick and western portions of Maryland. You're getting some light rain at this time. Uh, temperatures right above freezing, though, in this area. So right now it's falling as rain, but the overall forecast is for temperatures to stay in the mid to upper 30s in the overnight hours. And as uh, the precipitation picks up a little bit, uh, some of it could fall as snow in the late hours 
of tonight, mainly around midnight to about 4 a.m. Overall, no frozen precipitation accumulation is expected as, again, temperatures just way too warm. And we've been above freezing for days now. So it'd be a different story if we've been below freezing, but not the case. Uh, heading into tomorrow, uh, precipitation ends in the mid-morning hours. And then we're looking at gradually clearing skies heading into the afternoon hours. Temperatures will be in the mid-40s by tomorrow afternoon. And then a nice little warm-up happens heading into the second half of the week. We're in the mid-40s Thursday, mid-50s Friday. And then heading into Saturday, we're looking pretty fantastic with sunshine in the forecast and highs near 60. And if you're trying to do anything outside this weekend, plan to do it on Saturday as that's the better of the two days because by Sunday, we're tracking another storm system, which right now confidence is building that it could be a bit of a washout on Sunday with just a good old-fashioned East Coast rainstorm with rainfall models uh, suggesting about a half inch to almost an inch of rain possible on Sunday. So just keep that in mind if you're trying to plan anything for the weekend. Outside, as I mentioned, just a few light rain showers moving into the northwestern suburbs. Temperature-wise, it is 45 in southeast. It is 46 in Beltsville. And currently, it is 43 in Tysons. All right. Thanks so much. Coming up on WTOP. How a local school district's agreement with its teachers' union could help teacher retention. I'm Scott Gelman. 622. Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next? All the forms, the bills, the not a bills, the... Press 4 to repeat these options. Does healthcare have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make healthcare easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 2035. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Chris Townsend, the Vice President of U.S. Public Sector Sales at Elastic, says agency efforts are starting to converge to break down data silos. But now agencies are looking to, hey, what should we be doing agency-wide, enterprise-wide in terms of our data strategy? What tools should we be consolidating on? Why are we indexing and our data over and over, duplicating our data, paying for multiple storage solutions, paying for you know multiple tools to index the same data repeatedly? So I, I think we're seeing a lot of consolidation around data and seeing a lot of consolidation of the tool sets so that they can buy one tool set implement a data platform with multiple third-party solutions that can use that data in different ways. Let Elastic, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. This is WTOP News. 624. Well, teachers, the teachers union, and the school board in Prince William County have agreed, at least in principle, on a new contract. However, the teachers' union is now speaking out about a key benefit that was not included in that agreement with the school district. Jared Gay with the Prince William Education Association explains the three-year contract includes an average 6% salary increase, but the union asked for a 17% raise. It's important because our division currently leads Northern Virginia in unstaffed school vacancies. Now, he says pay negotiations will happen every year. Something that is virtually unheard of in collective bargaining agreements. But Gay anticipates some details included in the new contract could help with teacher retention. Healthcare costs being locked in for three years is huge. And we also were able to agree upon increased pay or increased stipend for summer school. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. So how much does it cost to rename a school? Lee Burden with Fairfax County Public School System told the school board there this week it's usually around $300,000. But she says renaming WT Woodson High could cost less. $0.1 million is proposed as a placeholder to be allocated for costs of renaming the Woodson High School. 
That's because a lot of things there just say Woodson and won't have to be replaced. The county's considering paying for the change using money from grants and excess sales tax revenue. School board voted to change the name to Carter G. Woodson High last month. The change came after the school's former namesakes 